Good morning from Spacious Sales. Good morning from Consumer. First of all, tobacco this morning. Uh, weekday for the stocks. We like them very much. I uh, want to talk through why we would own the stocks here. I think they came off because people have been long defensively positioned and now suddenly want to buy recovery. But I also think they came off on Altria results. People looked at Altria's big volumes, thought that that meant BAT was losing share. That doesn't make sense. Uh, furthermore, and I think this is most important for these stocks, I get the impression that industry volumes can surprise to the upside. Uh, Altria have said we've not seen the impact of lower gas prices yet because people aren't going to the gas station. Uh, and I think that the government stimulus is supporting incomes enough that you're not going to see the hit to cigarette volumes. It's certainly playing out strongly so far. I think it's very, very good news for BAT, and we absolutely remain fans. Elsewhere this morning, you've got a Carlsberg note. We think it's the most defensive beer stock, uh, and Molson Coors got crushed, and that has a negative read for ABI. Good morning from Jeffrey's Financials. Uh, it's the end of a long week uh, on earnings and macro. Um, but today we upgrade our EPS on DWS, the stock that uh, the team upgraded um, the recommendation on to buy at the end of March, looking for a PE discount uh, closure against Amundi. Since that point, the shares are up 55%. Now, actually, I outperformed Amundi by 35%, which is quite a staggering amount. And the rating gap still stands at a 3P point differential in favour of Amundi. But today's EPS upgrade on uh, DWS is uh, driven by a higher mark to market on that AUM base, um, factoring in stronger efficiency gains and also looking for a more stability around their net operating margins. Well, these are all the key factors that came out of the recent uh, earnings this week. We also uh, summarised the Spanish bank provisions, having completed the Q1s there, breaking out what uh, the banks have reported, what they're assuming going forward as well. Still going to be a tough couple quarters for them. Bungie from Industrials, this is Bruno. Not much from me today. U.S. auto sales should be released later. Expectations for April sales are for 7.4 million SAR versus 16.4 million last year. Units are expected to be down 54% year over year. I think this looks optimistic. March sales were down 39% with only uh, one, one and a half week of lockdown. And April was a complete lockdown. So down 54% doesn't seem enough. And I think it will come worse than expectations. And just to put it in context, if the SAR did come at or below 7.4 million estimated, that would be the lowest sales number since December 81 with 8.8 .8 million. Next week will be pretty busy in autos with eight results, but a lot of the companies have pre-released some numbers. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. Food retail remains a focus for us after the puzzling Sainsbury's release yesterday when they've decided to postpone the dividend. We hear from Mercado and Arhold next week. Note the AC Nielsen data in the US this week was very bullish for Arhold on ongoing channel shift. In sporting goods, we've published our regular web scrapes that's highlighting Nike is now discounting their three-year high. Adidas is ticking up also. Under Armour reports today and we hear from Puma next week. Tapestry in the US also posted an, a poor quarter yesterday and highlighted that trends are still highly muted even where the stores are open. Luxury, we've had a pretty quiet week. Uh, Burberry yesterday afternoon uh, announced it had closed a U its US warehouse due to the virus. And next week, we hear from Boss, Brunello and Eslaw Luxottica. Have a good weekend. Good morning from Mark Hoffler in Resources. The focus today is very much on the energy patch and as the market digests that historic Royal Dutch Shell dividend cut yesterday, 
uh, I think the outlook and the takeaways are going to be a little bit downbeat. There's a number of other broker downgrades on the market today, and I think Jason Gamble is quite rightly asking uh, the very poignant question around what is the Shell investment thesis going forward from here. Um, I think another key takeaway around Shell is going to be the very downbeat commentary from management on the second quarter. Uh, recently, they've been very good on the macro, and clearly there there is reach across for the rest of the sector. The oil prices themselves are also going to be in focus with the Brent front month contract back up towards $27 a barrel. Today is the first day when the OPEC plus circa 10 million barrels a day supply cuts kick in. And I think we're also seeing more evidence of North American shut-ins with ConocoPhillips yesterday again alluding to this. morning, William Bevington from TMT Special Sales. A couple of things to highlight today. The mild outperformance of telcos yesterday, I think, well reflected in the EBITDA and free cash flow beats we saw across the sector. Five stocks reported pretty good numbers, and this was reflected, I think, in our recent research where we forecast mobile churn coming crashing down by 50 to 60% across the sector. I think telcos in general are well-placed for an increasing shift of value in the second half of this year. Vodafone in particular is very well-placed, a dividend which will be paid, potential further improvement from mobile churn, other elements of cost reduction. Also, finally, the Q1 IPO of the tower business, uh, insatiable appetite still for towers globally, and I think Vodafone is uh, the name in the frame to benefit from that. Finally, S4 Capital will release results on the 7th of May. Note out this morning, tech platforms Q2 ad performance has been best than expected, and three catalysts ahead for S4, which to my mind is one of the best stocks in TMT in Europe.